you are listening to the wild soul podcast a podcast for the wild ones join me your host queen namaste as we embark on a journey to find our true north and our own unique path from wild inspired conversations to searching for life's hidden gems and meanings with a little dash of crazy in between because really who doesn't want to dance to the beat of their own drum Hey fam, welcome to the Wild Soul Podcast with your host, Queen Namaste. If this is your first time to the show, welcome. What's up? I am a yogi, a intuitive, and a podcaster, and this is the Wild Soul Podcast where we talk about all things wild, and I interview amazing people around the world and locally to share their talents and gifts with you and I'm so pumped that you're here. How are you doing? Right now, it is Friday, March 20th, and uh, I don't know about you, but uh, I feel like everyone's feeling this this um, virus that's going on, either emotionally, mentally, spiritually, or physically, and these are crazy times right now, but what a time to be alive. I will drop another podcast later this week because we ain't got nothing but time right now to talk about it a little bit more in detail and my thoughts on it um but I want you to all know that I love you we will get through this it's gonna be okay and just keep positive because I believe right now, more than anything, we need to control our minds. Whatever is happening outside, regardless of the situation, we can control the thoughts that go into our head and how we respond to situations. Not react, but respond. So, like I said, I'll get into that on another episode. But this episode, I really wanted to talk to Anna. And I'm excited for you all to meet Anna. I actually met Anna through my good friend, Yana, who's been on the podcast a couple times and who I've done a full moon circle with once or twice. And Anna is a spiritual advisor and basically she's like a therapist but for spiritual shit so if you have something that you can't get through or blocks or whatever or relationship issues or friendship issues money issues she is your girl and she's helped me in numerous occasions and some of my friends to um, get through the blocks that we're dealing with and the patterns that we're dealing with so I wanted to have her on I've actually never met her in person which is so funny I've only ever uh, talked to her over the phone and it's crazy what she can do and tap into via phone and just energy that way without even seeing me so um, we recorded this on her phone as well so it's a little bit of a not so great audio quality so uh, forgive me but great information and if you want to have Anna speak with you she says her number and stuff at the end of the podcast podcast so listen it's a really great episode she also taps into the energy of the collective right now and uh yeah that's all I got so stay safe stay healthy boost your immune system and enjoy this podcast we will see you very soon for the next episode but until then enjoy Anna's podcast Well, thank you for coming on to the Wild Soul Podcast, Anna. I'm super excited to have this combo. Oh. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know where we're going to go with this. It could go a million different ways, but I originally wanted to have you on to talk about what you do because you have helped not only myself in some situations, but a lot of my friends too, um, in regards to what you do. Um, and also just like the state of the world right now with what's going on with being quarantined and stuff. Like I know you have some, uh, insight, I guess. For sure. But I guess I, I could start with, you know, uh, basically, um, you know, telling you, uh, what, you know, what I am, what I do, yes. what I, what I call myself. <laughs> yes. <you know? laughs> well, the, the question that I always start with, sorry, I'm all over the place today. Um, the question that I always start my podcast with is, who are you? Who is Anna Nero? Right. Okay. Yeah. So who, who am I? Yes. Okay. Well, basically, um, I, I, I'm an intuitive advisor, um, 
or you could also call me an intuitive counselor or spiritual counselor. Sometimes I refer to myself as that, but I, I mostly use intuitive advisor. And um, really, I'm you know, uh, what I do is as an intuitive advisor is I help people to sort of move through life blocks. And I do that using um, sort of a high level of extrasensory skills. And so those those skills, um, there's, a, there's a few skills that I use. So I use uh, what's called clairvoyance, mm-hmm. um, clairaudience, and, uh, and passing. So that would be transcendent. And so um, and through that process, um, you know, I sort of break up the parts sometimes when I'm explaining that, um, this type of counseling or advising. Um, it kind of, you know, has many facets or many parts to it when somebody comes or talks to me. And, uh, the first, you know, usually, usually there's the channeled information, obviously, that comes through. And then sometimes, you know, there's a process of alignment that a person goes through when they process that child information that we discussed through the session. And, uh, and sometimes there's some spiritual teachings or tools that are offered, you know, I sometimes offer uh, to help the person process things through. So sometimes they might, um, and it's usually something that I, you know, I usually, something that, uh, you know, I maybe suggest but then it just opens themselves up to even uh, picking their own tools, you know, and how to guide them, you know, choosing tools that work for them that they're attracted to, to help them process through. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, and then through that process, they kind of have, they start to integrate, um, you know, some uh, consciously what we've talked about, right? They start to integrate it into their lives and then start to move um, you know, lying through, um, you know, anything that was unclear sort of now is a little bit more clear to them and they open more space for themselves to, you know, to start feeling better and moving forward. So that's kind of the general view of what I do. <laughs> mm-hmm. That sounds so awesome. I know you're awesome because you've helped me with that too. And um, just for like um, listeners that might not know, can you explain what um, audience and clairvoyant is? And yeah, mm-hmm. um, well, clairvoyance is it's a an extrasensory skills. Um, you know, are basically um, well, I call them what I often as some of the session I'll say I'm going to tap in now and. So then I, you know, we, I'll go quiet, and then I'll, I'll actually uh, get channeled information through those skills. So clairvoyance would be seeing, you know, I would see, it's almost like seeing through my third eye, what, what's called the third eye, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, it's like seeing almost like a, I see maybe a picture, or they're showing me, it's almost like a movie picture, or, you know, um, just a flash of something or, and then it, and then, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll see words, you know, or they're telling me sentences and, and, uh, and they are my guides, by the way. So it's, so it's guidance that I'm, that I have from, you know, uh, otherworldly beings. Mm, um, so cool. Yeah. I was um, going to ask, what are you channeling? Is it source? Is it people from other planets or beings from other planets? Like, <laughs> Most of my guides are are archangels and um, what I would call divas, you know, fairies, Mm -hmm. you know, nature spirits. And often they're, um, they switch switch up often, you know, often it it could be, um, you know, often there's, you know, I might talk to Buddha, I might, you know, it depends. And sometimes it's the guide of the person that I'm speaking to. And so they come forth. And so... Um, I sort of have like a, <laughs> like a, you know, um, I, I would say almost like a, a panel <laughs> yeah. of guides. <laughs> and the only way I could describe it sometimes in front of me, and sometimes I just focus on, you know, uh, nothing. I'm, I'm just hearing the information coming through or, or they're, or they're spelling out the information. And of course that's 
the um, the clairvoyance audience and clairvoyance, and then the empathing is just a knowing that comes through all your senses through your body. It's just a knowing. Very cool. I feel like I kind of have a knowing sometimes. I don't really see many things, but over the past like year, it's kind of started to grow, and uh, it's really cool. Yeah. Well, and of course, we all we're all capable of doing you know what I just explained. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that I, you know, I've I've become very acute, and so I've uh, over the years, many years, you know, you know, you know how many years? Probably thirty years of working with people on this level, um, you kind of start to go through your, um, all your tests, you know, your spiritual tests, and you make more and more room, and so as you make more and more room as a person, you're moving forward, and you're very fluid in your spirit, right, you're moving forward all the time, and chunking away sort of all your, you know, your blocks and your issues, you can become a little more in tuned, a little more acute in the way you're, um, connecting and then processing it it becomes and that's really you know i don't want to call it accuracy because it's not about that it's more about um it's more understanding your pattern of how you you know empath or or use your third eye and in, in, in intuition mm. yeah it's more how you you know you're processing it right because you still have to uh especially if you're working with clients and customers that are coming and, and people coming for help, you have to be able to still process in your brain and explain it, lo- you know, logically uh, as well. Yes. <laughs> so you, you sort of learn to uh, heart and head, you know, mental mastery. You're always working that process or you're trying, you're trying. Yeah. It, yeah, it totally makes sense. And I feel more people need like a spiritual intuitive counselor because when people are going through shit, (laughs) like it was just really helpful to have you, um, help me understand some stuff that I, I, uh, yeah, wasn't understanding obviously, but just to put like a different hat on and see it from a different lens. It was really interesting and I was super, um, not, I don't want to say surprised, but I was like, um, yeah, I guess surprised how in tune you were with just me talking on the phone. Cause like, yeah, we've never met. I've, I've only ever yeah. had a phone conversation <laughs> with you and you could like tap into these people that I'm talking to you about. And I didn't say like anything about them in the right way, right away. You knew like their personality and stuff. And I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> I want to do what you do. <laughs> Teach me. <laughs> well, and it's, you know, when it's, um, you know, with this type of counseling or advising, um, it's such a, you're right, it's such a nice combo if you are actually seeing a uh, counselor, therapist, or psychiatrist, or psychologist, because people in that field are so important because you get to go and you get to work through your story and you get to talk. And what I find in this culture particularly, and I can only speak to this culture right right mm-hmm. at the moment, uh, and not flagging our culture by saying this, but um, through my process of, of working with people and what I'm seeing, the uh, biggest issue is communication and being, and being free to express out and feel safe to express out. And of course, you have people uh, that you can go and do that with. And of course, you can do that with someone like myself too, the difference is, is that I'm I'm trying to go in and I'm hitting I'm hitting core uh, pieces that uh, maybe just haven't been accessible through the process of just talking, and so I'm just trying to go in and hit core energy and um, sort of unravel what's really stuck. Uh, because you know, uh, mystics, um, spiritual counselors like myself, or I should say, I I have a belief system that we do really uh, stick our emotions in our body and it mm-hmm. gets stuck and, you know, then it clogs up all our, our energy system, um, our energetic, energetic system that allows us um, a free flow of information, you know, that we can process easy and feel more um, fluid in our life, more moving forward, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Yeah. And one, so, oh, go ahead. Yeah, so, 
No, and I was just going to say, so, you know, um, people that come to see me are basically people who are, um, you know, same issues, family, uh, you know, that you probably would see a regular counselor for. It's just a different approach. So, you know, it might come for family issues, relationships, money, business, um, religious issues, um, you know, grief, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. death, uh, murder, you know, uh, missing people. I've had all kinds. And so it's just, uh, you know, uh, same thing, same thing that way. And how, when did you start really tapping into these gifts and helping people? You said 30 years ago. Well, it really did start. I mean, I remember as a child being this way, but in terms of actually working with people, it probably started uh, when I when I became a child and youth counselor. And I remember, <laughs> I remember the teenagers I worked with. Um, they they actually picked up on it, and uh, I didn't really, I couldn't really identify it as you know as specific as I can now of what what it is. But I knew that I had it, and I knew that I was able to do it when I was dealing with teens. And I remember having conversations with them. Uh, sometimes that information would come through, and of course, uh, that would build rapport with them very quickly, um, and build ease very quickly. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they they picked up on it, so they would you know start to call me you know psychic witch, and all <laughs> <laughs> you know sugar plum fairy, you know. <laughs> Uh, you um, sound like a way to identify me as a little different. You know what yeah. I mean, or, or something was different. They could, you know, there was um, yeah. You so, sound like a sugar and, plum fairy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sometimes do, and probably more so when I was in my twenties. Yeah. <laughs> um, definitely, definitely, yeah, yeah. So you know, and I'm a big giggler, so you know that's. That's me. <laughs> you have just a wonderful light energy about you. Say that again. Sorry, I didn't hear. Oh, that. I said you have <clears throat> you have such a wonderful light energy about you. Even though I've never well, met you, it just comes through. You know, <laughs> you know what? I was told from a spiritual counselor that I used to go see that one of the ways I release is through that play and through that giggling and laughing and creating the humor. Because it's, um, you know, when you're dealing with people, uh, you don't want to get uh, too weighed down. And, of course, you know, you you obviously, I obviously have tools that I use that I build up my spiritual energy because, you know, people are drawing from that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you know, even so, uh, it's an attitude that, uh, and it's part of the way I release. And I, and I didn't realize that because I remember when I was very little, I used to giggle a lot. And, you know, people would think, like, what are you laughing at? <laughs> yeah. What are you laughing at all the time? Like, they always look at me like I'm crazy. <clears throat> and so I didn't realize later in my life that I was always releasing through that process, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and that's how I keep myself um, even, I guess, or in my center. Yeah, well, laughter yeah. is very important. Honestly. It is. <laughs> and it is for people I'm working with, too, because... You know, um, even having, like, say, a family coming in and they have a murdered, you know, son or daughter or whatever, you still need to have that, um, you know, something attached to it that, you know, there's humor in, in, in everything. There's humor in everything, and you can find it. You really can, and you can lighten it up, and you can find the core of, you know, where and why these things happen, and that, you know, that creates that that release yeah um, through that process 100% laughter is one of the best medicines ever so yeah we could oh yeah yeah we could segue that into like what's happening now with uh the state of the world but before that I wanted just to ask you can you see <laughs> the quote-unquote can you see dead people <laughs> um well, I'm I'm weird I, I'm not I know there's mediums out there that actually like that's their focus, and I'm kind of odd because I, well, not odd, I don't want to say that word odd. I, <laughs> <laughs> I am kind of odd, but you know, anyways. <laughs> no, I, 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 I do see them, but um, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's, uh, it's more that I'm, 
you know, I'm, I'm getting what, again, it's using them as, as a, a channeling tool for, you know, uh, whatever it is the person needs to find out about them or find out something that they didn't get to find out while they were living or, if, and of course, if there's messages and things like that. But I mean, yes, I do see spirits. I have seen spirits. I've seen good spirits. I've seen bad ones, too. You know, um, I have dealt part of your process, sometimes your initiations as, a, as an intuit, is you have to um, learn what the dark side looks like, too, sometimes. Mm. Yeah. And everybody and everybody has these skills in a different way. You have to learn. And even when I was, you know, when I was trying to teach people, sometimes uh, people do sessions and actually to, to learn, you know, to, to help, you know, help, help mentor them or help them through how to hone in on their own um, way of tapping in to things that they get more accuracy or clarity through. And so everybody has their own way of how they process that uh, extrasensory. They do. And uh, for me, you know, my guides will go with my own personality and, and, you know, they're very comical. They're very funny. And even people coming through, you know, uh, through death uh, will come through that way as well, you know. Interesting. Um, yeah, so that's how they come through for me, but someone else that might be a little bit different, a little bit different. Right. Well, yeah, we're all different, unique individual beings, so it's just interesting, yeah, yeah the different types of yeah. ways you can connect with spirit. <clears throat> Absolutely, mm-hmm. and, and I, um, because I'm, I'm already, I have a photographic memory already, I'm very visual, so of course the visual part, even, um, I, I'm not surprised the visual part's there, but uh, they do have to come in a form, and the form is created by my mind. It is. It's created by my mind. So what they look like is created by my mind because they're just energy. Mm. But it helps me to identify who's who and what's what because I can feel the difference between my guides. Cool. And so when you meet up with something that's really dark, you know it's dark. Right. And sometimes, funny enough, in my vision, when something's dark, it comes looking very pretty. They look very handsome, or they look very pretty, and and they screw you up. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> At the beginning, it used to, and then I figured it out. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so sneaky! <laughs> no, it's not. You know, you, got, you part of part of uh, aligning yourself and part of doing your work or going on path. You always have to be able to feel darker parts of yourself and darker parts of life otherwise it's not you know you know you're not going to move you're not going to be truthful and authentic Mm. about what's blocking you that's a okay I'm glad you said something about that like yeah working with darker parts of yourself okay so if I guess you would call that shadow work right Yes, and mm-hmm. yes, there's many books out there that have many different concepts, and you can use, there are so many tools that can help you move that through or work on that part of yourself, for sure, and, and lots of people call that the shadow, so and it do makes that yeah, so a good you, word for that. <clears throat> so you help people do that as well, then, or you can? Well, I think that people are doing it through the process of okay. getting, of when we go in and we start looking at core know because they're calling me because they're feeling blocked and they might have been talking about it over and over and over again with their counselor or whatever and they're just not it's just not moving it's just something's missing they can't hit it they just can't hit what's really really keeping them on rewind I call it rewind Uh. right they're not because you know we often believe that especially in relationships all kinds of relationships but especially you know because 85% of my work is you know, probably love relationships right now. Um, <laughs> it hasn't always been that way. I've done, you know, I've done, you know, my my practice has gone many different routes, but right now it's about love relationships, and it's about people understanding that uh, in your relationships, you're not going to meet that one person who's just going to take all your suffering and your pain away. And unfortunately, people do uh, do go into relationships sort of having that illusion and not not because they um, don't understand the concept of suffering or the concept of in, you know instabilities in their life but it's it's just uh, sometimes we we just are we've been you know uh, taught that 
you know, that illusion somewhere in our life, right? Because mm-hmm. nobody wants pain and suffering. We would love someone to come in and just do it for us, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. in relationship to whoever we relate to, we have to understand that there's always going to be, it's fluid, right? It's moving. There's always going to be something that you're going to hit a glitch or a block and really just need tools um, of compromise and communication and, and uh, part of that is looking at patterns in yourself and patterns and where they come from, if they come from ancestry of some sort, familial, you know, whatever environment or whatever, you know, whatever experiences you had, they all, they all hook into those patterns. And so relationships are supposed to help you move those blocks and patterns through so that you hook into path, you keep getting back on path, right? In your independent life and your co-creative life with your, with your partners or your co-workers or whatever. So... That's where the work, the dark work starts to happen because it, it starts to think about your relationships. They hit those parts, right? They challenge those parts because they also have something that's, you know, that's going on too. So then you clash, all of a sudden you clash and there's the stability and the fantasy has gone. All of a sudden you're fighting your conflict. <laughs> you're two different people, right? So now you have to figure out how to get back to that co-creative place. Right. And then there's some people that like what <laughs> what's your take on this like with people in relationships and like yes no one can be that person for you like everything for you whatever take all your pain away. What is your advice to someone who's like in this pattern of like fighting working it out fighting working it out like is there ever going to be a happy place or like do you give people relationship advice to like leave or stay or work through the pattern? Like what if you can't work through the pattern? <laughs> Talk well, about that. Well, I mean, you know, that does happen. And, and I think that's when most relationships do part. Uh, most relationships is when they, when, you know, well, that's when they should part is if they, if you mm-hmm. have, you know, you've tried, you, you've got, you know, you've had that flow and sometimes this does happen you sometimes have that flow. You, you do understand the concept I just spoke of and you're moving through and you're moving through and then all of a sudden you hit a wall where you're not able to move it through and that's where often people get stuck or they realize that they can't go any farther, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes, it's, yeah, I have seen that where people have been very fluid in the relationship. They understand the concept I just spoke of and they're they're communicating. They, you know, every time they hit a glitch, they communicate and they, you know, they get back on the table and work it through and they compromise and they, you know, they keep working through and keep creating love concepts, you know, in your relationship, keep, you know, love, 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 you know, respect, communication, joy, you know, whatever they're trying to create, they move it, they keep moving it. And then, yeah, sometimes it ends at some point when they hit that wall where they just can't compromise or they just can't find that mid ground. And that does happen. And then, of course, uh, then, there, you know, in, in my situation with clients mostly it's people who don't like you say they don't know what to do when they hit that place Mm. and then that's when I go in and I go and see really what's the what's the truth of the matter what's the underlying issue that they either know is there but they're afraid to speak to their partner about so it's the right it's their it's the fear that they're attached to that at the minute they speak something they're going to lose the person Right. Mm-hmm. So then they, they, they so it's, you know, they go into that ego part of themselves, that neurotic ego part of themselves that wants to grasp and attach to safety and security. But really, in doing that, they're not really creating any safety and security because mm-hmm. they're not telling the truth about what their root true desires are, or truly what they're trying to create in the relationship and for themselves. I uh, wouldn't it just be so much easier if everyone was just honest with each other? hundred <laughs> percent I feel like I'm pretty good at communication and even so sometimes I'm like oops I'm not on I'm not being honest right now so that's You're, funny well of course because how many times have you felt in your life 
where you desire to do something, but then everybody around you expects you to do a, to be or to do a certain thing. So they expect you to do something, but really deep down, if you told them what you really want to be doing, mm-hmm. you know you're going to be up against conflict, right, oh, or yeah. judgment, and that's really scary and that's really hard. And you have to be, you, know, you have to stand your ground. You have to you know, fight for it all of a sudden, and, 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 you know, and that's exhausting, right, for a lot of people, it's exhausting to have to show themselves and to show the truth, because now you're, you've got to put, you know, you've got to put everybody in a process of, you know, a bit of conflict for, you know, good conflict, right, mm-hmm. for a bit, and, and you've got to work it, and, but, and so you need to be ready for that, right, emotionally, you need to be ready to do that, you need to be ready to open up and set boundaries and uh, do it confidently, but also do it heartfully, right? And ha- that's not easy if somebody's going to start judging you and poking at you and provoking you and might provoke your anger and might, you know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> <You're> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and you feel like shit because someone's may judge you and thinks what you want to truly believe is unpractical or stupid or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, it's, yeah, so that's part of that process, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so somewhere in this session, I might hit the core of the truth. So really, I'm, I'm, I'm revealing the truth of what's really, what's really going on, what their true desire is, and then we work it from there, right? As soon as they're honest about that, and then they're like, yeah, that's, you know, I that's really true, that's where I'm at and I don't really want to speak it because I'm afraid of losing everybody around me or I'm losing the person I'm with or rocking the boat or you know rocking the boat yeah my goodness talk about rocking the boat (laughs) (laughs) because it's so okay we can we can talk about this because um why not the people that listen to my podcast are like the lifers and they obviously get me and they will support me but with this whole maybe you can tap into the energy and stuff and like kind of show people what you do in action but I mean I'm sure like the the world's question right now is like what the heck is going on with this virus and it's funny because I posted I think last week I posted this like meme slash not meme this like conspiracy theory about the coronavirus and um what did it say i should just find it so i can read it because anyways people got hella triggered by it it was it was just something that i shared because i was like oh isn't that interesting like this was before it got really bad that we all got quarantined it was like kind of in the beginning because it was last week or whatever what did it say it said coronavirus and just like that the government controls all sporting events concerts jobs colleges medical facilities whether or not you can leave your house has depleted resources such as toilet paper and food controls all travel and you guys wonder why they develop and use viruses to scare the public (laughs) now they control you and everything about your life see how easy that was mass panic hysteria complete control of literally the world over a virus one that the survival rates are even extremely high all freedom has been limited overnight do you see how easy that was so (laughs) i posted that and i didn't like say anything about it i just posted it and uh and people got hella triggered people were saying like oh this is so irresponsible oh my gosh why are you posting this holy shit i can't believe you shannon blah 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 like take this down <laughs> uh, some some people oh blo- some people blocked me and stuff and I'm just like okay that's cool like um so uh yeah why don't we talk about coronavirus or just that came up because you're like oh yeah speaking your truth and you're afraid of what other people will think and it's it's funny I've kind of I don't know what your take uh, is on this but I feel like I felt that way for a while with uh the government and like all these conspiracy theories on like new world order and stuff and i just feel like um the world is not always as it seems like there could be many possibilities and i'm not saying one is wrong and one is right it was just posted to start conversation (laughs) and it it started more than a different perspective yeah different perspective because it's what you know maybe it's hitting you it's making you think about 
um, you know, uh, you know, what is everybody fearful of here? Really, right? You're, you maybe you're tapping into, you know, or just viewing it at a place where mm, I wonder if this is a possibility of fear that everybody's really having. Mm-hmm. You know, so you've just brought some concept to light. It's no big deal, right? It's a concept, and so. People got mad at you. They got mad that you said that. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Soup's mad, but um, hey, it is what it is. I mean. Did, did anybody agree with it or? Oh, yeah. Some no. people. Well, it's funny because there was about like 70 comments and then about 60 shares. So obviously people were sharing it like agreed. Right. Right. Okay. So it's just it was like 50 okay. 50. So it was interesting. But some people also commented on being like, yep, this is this is I agree some people are like no you're freaking crazy like (laughs) and like it is what it is I think you hit uh, a core issue though uh not I'm not I'm not saying in that particular not in that structure of of you know um the structure that you brought it forth in but but it you know that can be one concept for sure you know obviously um but definitely this is about control and um like i feel the theme control is really important here actually because i'm seeing this whole issue coming more from a place of this is how i've been feeling that where the virus is creating people uh because we're having all this lockdown and borders and we have to go home and we have to um, do all this stuff. I'm seeing the flip side of, of that. I'm seeing where all of a sudden our daily our daily routine is being pulled, right? Our, our mundane life, you know, our daily life that we do uh, every day is being pulled, and all of a sudden it's like, well, what am I going to do myself, through, you know, with myself through this process? As I'm, you know, at home or I'm not around too many people. I'm not at work. I'm not thinking, thinking, thinking. Now I'm at home and I'm thinking or I'm feeling uh, stuff that probably I haven't felt in a really long time because now it's time for self-reflection because mm. that's, that's what this is doing to a lot of people. It's, it's really causing a lot of anxiety, right? And, you know, it's taking, in a way, it's taking people, it's funny you're saying, it, it, you know, the way the government's controlling everybody. Yes, that's true, right? Because there's this virus going around. But it's also it's also now there. Everybody doesn't have any control within that. Do you see what I'm saying? Like like now, control your own personal control over everything around you has been pulled. Yeah. And so I feel like part of that process is that you're having to feel uh, the flip side of that is mother. You're on Mother Earth's time now. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden, she's she's throwing all this global stuff at everybody and all these issues and and uh and now it's kind of like yeah i'm messing up your whole life i'm messing up your routine because now you've got to just surrender and what are you going to do while while you're surrendering what are you going to do while you have no control over everything you're doing yeah (laughs) what are you going to do right what are you doing during this time what's everybody doing well a lot of people freaked out at the beginning and bought a lot of toilet And look at the control there. They had to find something that they had, right? The hoarding, the, mm. right? They were just like, oh, my God, right? And they're all in fear, and they were grasping for some sort of security. Yeah. And so that showed me, you know, uh, this is what life's been a, a lot like. And, of course, when you have a life that is overly controlled, you're, you're always thinking, thinking, thinking about the next thing you have to do, the next thing you have to, next action you have to take, Um you're not really reflecting and you're not really feeling, right? You're not really feeling your oh, life. You're yeah. not really reflecting a I lot. You're f- not taking a lot of time out to do that. <clears throat> that yeah, the so ma- majority of the population, I feel like that is what they were just, like, going through the the steps day in, day out. Like, clockwork, same thing. Like, the consciousness wasn't very, it was, like, not very high. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. And so that brings us to even bigger issues so uh think about it so we so we we now are having to kind of go into what you know i would call the 
you know, because we're, you know, I, you know, I always talk about masculine, feminine energies. Oh yeah, talk about it. Talk about fire, it. Fire, earth, air, water, <laughs> and you know, now we're kind of working that feminine side of life by all this happening. We're having to pull back and surrender and allow whatever's going to happen to happen. Mm-hmm. And of course, look what happened when that happened initially. Like I said, it freaked everybody out because they didn't know. Oh my God, my job's going to get pulled. Like you said, you know, um, all of a sudden I'm, you know, I've traveled from the States or other country and I've got to come home. And I knew someone who went to California and she came back and she couldn't be around her child for 14 days. Yeah, crazy. Didn't want to put him through that, right? And so can you imagine what she was feeling that whole time and what she was working through that whole time because of that? So I'm kind of looking at the flip side of what you're saying, even though control is a big factor here, right? Control is a big word, uh, you know, going, you know, mm-hmm. of, of what's really going on here. And it's funny, everybody's got different ways to view it. But, you know, when I talk about masculine and feminine energies, you know, we, we live, our world lives in masculine energy a lot. And, you know, there's a difference between patriarchal and ma- proper masculine, I would say, you know, or, or functional or, um, you know, good, I don't even know how to, I don't even know what works. <laughs> good masculine energy and, you know, and you know I'm talking, I'm not talking like men and women, I'm talking within our own selves, right? Yeah. And masculine energy is an energy that we are, you know, more comfortable, right? Because that's our work, it's our stability, it's our money-making ability, it's all our home structure, it's our base that we work off and, it's, you know, it's how we, we have goals and we take action and, you know, we, we go out in the world and we, we try to drive something, right? But the piece that's missing is communication and play. And it's funny because in my clients, that's where I see a lot of where the blocks come in in terms of their relationship is they have a hard time communicating and they have a hard time um, finding humor in life or playing, you know, finding making space for play or for connecting or for intimacy. And that is the masculine part of life um, as well. And that's, you know, so so then, of course, once we have all this structure and, you know, go out in the world and we take action and we drive things, uh, the next part then is to surrender and then just, you know, let things flow and see where things go. And then until you hit your next blip, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you, so you hit your next issue or your next problem, and then you start all over again, right? It's kind of life. But I feel that um, that I think that surrender has been not. I I'm finding in my in myself, and I'm finding in people around me that surrender is becoming harder and harder to do with life. Uh, you know, just life challenges and life stressors. And so here we all are having to surrender to something that we have no idea where it's going to go. We have no outcome for it. It's you're, the, you're in the hands of the universe, God, what ha- Mother Earth, whatever you believe in. You're, mm-hmm. you're, you're just there and you're just going and you're just flowing like water, which mm-hmm. is the feminine element. Yeah. What's air? Is air feminine too? No, that's that masculine. Oh. <laughs> that's our intellect. That's our intellect. Our thinking. You know, that's the thinking side. Here. So is earth like water? So emotion, the flow, right? Uh, yeah. Emotion. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Good to yeah. know. Didn't know that. <laughs> so and then earth would be feminine and fire is masculine. Well, the fire is your creation. You know, it's how you create. It's if you if you um I always explain it to people when you like if you look at a cross right. You've got you've got fire on the top, earth on the bottom, obviously, right? The, the line that goes straight up and down in a cross. Mm-hmm. I'm just using that as an example. Mm-hmm. And so you've got fire. So fire is kind of to me like the heavens, where you you co-create with the heavens or up above or whatever, whatever you believe in that you connect in. That's higher than you. You know, your higher self, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I don't like to use too many jargon things because I feel like. People can name or do, uh, it's a feeling, so it's more right. their connection or, and what they want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> so fire is kind of like where you're, cre- you know, where you're creating, right? What are you creating? And 
and how you bring it down to earth and how you do that is through the process of masculine and feminine energy and then how it all meets in the middle is how you know how you uh create some balance for yourself balance (laughs) easier said than done (laughs) it's uh it's it's and that's where, like you say, you're, you know, you were talking about the shadow pieces. That's mm-hmm. that process. That's trying always getting into that real middle part of yourself where you, you know, you feel like you can work all the elements, right? Or you're trying to work all these elements in your life. Um, you know, that's, you know, that's where, where you start to push out all these, you know, all these shadow pieces, as you call them, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you're making more, you're, as you move things out and you get to the you know, next step and the next step and you keep moving to the next step of your life and flow, you know, you keep moving through, flowing through, you know, um, you know, then you, uh, you know, you, you make more space, right, for whatever you're creating next. Yeah, yeah, you um, really helped me in that in that space a couple of times I remember calling you um when I first moved up to Kelowna and I was like what am I doing with my life help <laughs> and you were like tapped into a few things and I was like wow she's good how does she know that like the stuff that you, how would you know like about my family it was just trippy and then yeah I remember you helping me out with a little like relationship issue that I had so yeah, you're very good at tapping in and, and like, helping people see, like, yeah, exactly, their shadow side and, like, okay, like, what what do I actually need to work through, like, not just with my partner but myself, like, what pattern keeps coming up within me that I need to overcome? Mm-hmm. And, of course, the, you know, um, again, there's just little truths that we look we look at to see what, you know, real, you know, what's really going on, what are the core truths that are, you know, hidden and that you just can't access because you're so blocked up, mm-hmm. right? And that's all it really is. And then it's, you know, and then sometimes, you know, we're, we're connecting it to now just like, you know, the conversation I just had and how that connects to what's going on around you, just your, your own little world around you. And then how, maybe how that connects, you know, grow, you know, like we talked about now, how that can connect personally, you know, global things, how they connect to you personally, you know, spiritual patterns that are common that, you you know, often we see, you know, in people. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, so you hit that core for, so it's very personalized to you, but then it's also connecting to other people around you and how that's affecting them and, and how they're affecting you. And I think that's a really important piece too, that people understand as they grow bigger in themselves, you know, in their human self, that they become more aware of how they're affecting other people, right? Yes. It's not just about themselves. It's about them first in the sense that you're figuring you out and you're figuring what you're, you know, you're feeling and what you're scared of and all that stuff. But then also how it's affecting the oh, people around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, speaking... and that was part of your sessions too, remember? Oh, that, yeah. You know, how, how it was affecting the whole of your situation and other people and, you know, what's really going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, speaking of like other people, are you able to tap into like the energy of like the collective right now and like what we're feeling or like what I know you kind of already touched on like what people are feeling with control and like maybe we don't have control and we have to surrender, but like are you able to like tell us like what is next or anything like that or well, I you know what? No, I I at this point I I um if I if I'm in the present moment, I'm 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 picking up. I'm going out there, and I first I was picking up on all the fear. Obviously, I'm looking at these, like literally looking at the grocery shelves. But mm-hmm. I could feel all the fear around me, and of course, then I could also feel the anxiety. So, and that would be very common for anybody to feel during this time, right? Hundred mm-hmm. percent. You know, hundred percent with having to just not know or have an outcome to something. And, um, you know, if I, if I feel uh, a possible outcome, it almost feels like to me, um, cause that's a big tap in, right? Yeah. Like that's not a little tap and that's not like <laughs> tapping into, like someone's coming to me with an issue and I'm like, tapping into to the situation we're talking about. That's a, this is a big, you know, we're talking like huge, <laughs> huge, right? 
so you know I would like to keep it a little tighter (laughs) (laughs) um but I have to be honest if if you if if you had to hold me into an outcome that I'm feeling and it's not just a whole it's not just a hopeful uh, you know not a hopeful feeling probably partly is but when I felt in the you know the other way you know the the way that we um you know the, the um, you know, feeling, you know, things through on a little more conscious way, in a conscious way. Um, I feel like possibly what could happen with this virus is it'll go, 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 and then just stop. It'll just stop. That, that's some of the feeling I'm getting. Some yeah. of that. So, yeah, um, is the world coming to an end? No, I kept getting no on that. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> you know, it, it looks you know, because, you know, uh, it did feel a little bit like that, mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. for a bit, right? That's, that's, the, that's what literally people were feeling like. They were they were speaking that. They were saying it feels like the world's coming to an end, right? That's what they're feeling. Yeah. Well, maybe this world that we know is coming to an end, but the world will keep spinning. We'll just have a yeah. way of doing things differently. Also, you know what it also feels like is a purge, just a purge. We're purging out, just like you would do personally for yourself, a detox, so to speak, spiritually. We're going through a purge because, you know, as soon as you shut down borders and people can't be, you know, going to other countries and, you know, uh, you know, enjoying that sort of ability to be more global, right? That starts to put um, some, you know, it starts to make people feel like yeah you know obviously that world ending kind of thing because now you can't pass through somebody else's border but it also starts to make people look at what is going on worldwide you know how are we treating the earth what are we doing with the earth you know what's going on with things like you know um how we manufacture products and and what's that connected to and you know, the distribution of wealth and, and, you know, how come it looks the way it does. And you start to question, you know, how we are doing things globally mm-hmm. and how we are, you know, what, how we are, um, what's going on with government systems, you know, here and everywhere else, right? You start to open up and reflect a little more and you're not, you're not sleeping as much all of a sudden when it's <laughs> thrown in your face like that, yeah. right? <laughs> You start to think about why is this happening? You know, are, you know what what's going wrong? What do we need to fix here, right? So some of those issues I'm sure are coming up for people. Oh yeah. And what's going to happen if borders? You know, uh, you know, then you know basic issues. You know, ba- our basic issues start to come right. Like you saw that with the grocery stores, right? You, you know, food became an issue. Toilet. You know, just basic things that we took for granted. We take for granted, right? Mm-hmm. So it start, you start to reflect on many different facets of life, personally, and you know, you know, again, this whole concept: how how do we affect? Um, how are we affecting ourselves, people around us, and then how how does that affect things bigger and bigger and bigger? Right? Yes, because we everything is connected. We're all connected. It is. It's it's a big. It's one big connection but people don't really understand if if they're sleeping inside themselves it does it does affect the whole oh yeah and so when you when you get an opportunity to experience what we're experiencing right now now you get a sense of how we are all connected don't you Mm -hmm. like the world seems very small all of a sudden (sighs) when now we right that everybody's experiencing the same experience like that is a really bizarre thing and I Think love how you, I love how you said opportunity because really it is. When has this ever really happened in the world, like in recent times, where everyone has to stop what they're doing? Well, you know, this is a day and age of technology, and that's how people are socializing. Mm-hmm. And so there's, it feels like a revamp on that too. Like, hey, people, like time to to get human again and start connecting and talking and meeting people talk to them face-to-face and start being a little more intimate, right? Mm -hmm. So as soon as everything gets pulled, you know, um, you know, now you're, now you have no choice, you know, before you had choices to go out and meet people and not be on your computer. Now it's kind of like, you're stuck at home. What are you going to do now? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> little bit of a purge going on here, I feel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mother Mother Nature, Mother Earth's going, hmm. <laughs> yeah, I feel that too. Yeah, so we're, we're kind of on her time right now. Yep, we and, are. And uh, it's not comfortable because we don't like this, you know, that's uncomfortable not to, to control, not to have control over anything. Yeah. Always comes back to control. <laughs> oh. So your concept was just addressing it. In, you were addressing control in a different way. You were looking at it in a different way, but it is really about control issues, isn't it? Yeah. Right. And and dictating and you know believing that there's freedom, but really there isn't when when there's always you know somebody dictating something to you. And that theme comes up too because. You see that in relationships too. I've, I've heard so many relationships in the last six, seven months of, of you know, where uh, the reality of the relationship is somebody's dictating or over controlling. Okay, let's and, talk about this. <laughs> yeah, because, and they're not, you know, they're not coming, you know, they're not compromising, and then people are wondering why they're not happy in the relationship. Oh right? my gosh. Okay, yeah, because you said like the last little bit, there's been lots of breakups, yeah? <laughs> You've been getting. Lots of calls lot, around and that. And breakups that are really harsh. Like, oh, yeah. one person is just, like, all of a sudden pulled, has pulled the rug completely. Just like just like right now, uh, the rug's pulled from underneath everybody. We just kind of, you know, and it's like, whoa, you know, that's huge to just pull like that without, you know, even telling the person anything or what's going on or what happened. <laughs> like, like side-swiping you, right? So yeah. uh, I think Mother Earth's doing a little bit of that globally. It's kind of sideswiping everybody. Because <laughs> that's what it feels like when you when you 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 aren't really being authentic, right? You know, mm-hmm. it's hurtful and it's harsh and it's it's cruel. It's it's not a really nice way to to leave a situation. No. Yeah. <laughs> so lots of people have been no. doing that recently for you you found oh i found yeah i found that yeah that that was a like a a a major issue going on particularly the last month whoa yeah that pattern huge interesting well you know i i think if there's a push for us to get on a different path that's going to happen in our personal relationships too it's Mm -hmm. just that you know, those really big pulls like that are shocking. I mean, talk about traumatic, right? When somebody all of a sudden turns around and just pulls on you and, you know, what you thought was true was, was like you were, you, your head must have been in the clouds because you didn't pick up on anything. Right. So, you know, there's a lot of sleeping going on in relationships and a lot of settling. And so uh, a lot of people needing help with their hurts right now, uh, wondering what, what's going on really, truly know what's happening oh yeah so if people are like yeah feeling hurt or need relationship advice give anna a call yo (laughs) (laughs) she will help you yeah i I wonder Uh, yeah i wonder if we could if you could like i don't know so we can get like a little snippet or something like if you could tap in maybe to me like i haven't told you anything (laughs) maybe yeah no i haven't i haven't uh yeah so um okay. yeah because so, because well, last time you, you would normally come to me and say oh i'm having this problem with Blah, blah, blah. Right. Like that, right. Well, yeah, last time I talked to you, I was having kind of an issue, so. and oh, then, with that one, so, okay. And then yeah, you told so, me, and then okay. you told me and what I'm you saw. it's still not flowing, is it? Because <laughs> I can feel your irritation. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I can feel your irritation here. You're still not comfortable where you're at, are you, with, with, the, with the home situation, yeah? Okay. Are you wanting to leave right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, okay. yeah. So, what would you like to know? Just, just ask me something you'd like to know. I mean, you know. <laughs> okay. Um, 
well, just in with regards to um, something that happened last week with a relationship. For you? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. If you can tap into that at all. Okay. With a male. <laughs> yes, <I did>. Okay. <laughs> yes, I picked up it was a boy. Okay. <laughs> A boy. A boy. Okay. <laughs> well, I keep seeing him wanting to pick up the phone and talk to you. So <laughs> interesting. I'm definitely waffling. <laughs> <laughs> I can see him. And he's also like, I can see him trying to pick up the phone. Um, okay. So, that's okay. You know, um, did you cut it off completely, though? You, but did you did you not have a conversation with him, though, about... Um, you you cut it off for the time being, did you not? You, that's what you did. That was the outcome of that from before. That's what you are picking up on? No, no, I'm asking you if that's what you did. Oh, I'm doing. No, I'm asking you for my head, not for my, not for my intuition. I'm, I'm asking for my head. Oh, you cut it off with this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's that was the goal. That's what you did at the time. And not okay. So that me picking up on you waffling. I'm just asking, is that why? Because you broke up with him. Okay. So, um, uh, is there anything specifically you want to know about that? I don't know if this will be for the podcast because it's too personal or anything. But, uh... Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking, oh, it's good to do on a podcast. <laughs> and that's... I know. I guess, yeah, this is me being really vulnerable right now. <laughs> we need to know <laughs> so yeah Anna's really good <laughs> Anna's good not a good example of intuiting on a podcast <laughs> uh, no yeah that was really mean I was just testing you but you passed the test because I haven't I didn't tell you anything that happened so you just picked up on that so you're good <laughs> I just thought that you I, I could just feel that you're waffling and and but it's but it's normal to do that because the reality is you guys were, there was a lot of chemistry and you were connected and you hadn't had a real proper, you, you didn't really have an opportunity or it was a good time for you guys to really check each other out, correct? Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. So, and at that time, because you were moving and your priority issue was really just getting sorted, now that kind of, you've moved, right? So of course now your heart's kind of back in them. Right? Yes. Not as, not as distracted. <laughs> oh, and not it's not gonna. It's gonna. I'm now. We're like quarantined. So what am I gonna think about <laughs> for till further notice? <laughs> Ever, uh, <laughs> yeah. The hell. <laughs> Pretty funny. I'm kidding. But look, you you know what? Um, allow your heart to feel all those things and take a look at that. See why you're why are you waffling? Like look at that. That's a really big piece of information, right? Mm, mm-hmm. It's a huge piece of information because you know, you were thinking, Yeah, I'm down, I can't do this, blah blah blah, right? Very typical. Typical. <laughs> 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 but now all of a sudden you're waffling, which I can feel strongly. So, you know, you probably should um uh, you know, take the time out to really reflect around that and what what is that, what is that, you know? then let's look at that, Shannon. Yeah. 
Okay. Oh, now I'm curious. Okay, well, <laughs> Anna, that's a great time to end the podcast. Um, if people want to get in contact with you, like, do you have a website? Where can people contact you? Give them the deets. Right, right now, I do not have any advertisement because I was, uh, I took any advertisement. I haven't advertised for a very long time, and there was a good reason for it. Uh, I kind of took a little hiatus, but I've been on referral the whole time. I still been doing I've been still doing sessions but I've been on referral and so you can just uh you can just phone me or text me and I can give out my number if that works wow yeah if you want to give out your number go for it (laughs) yes yeah yeah you could phone or text Mm -hmm. at 604-365-6579 beautiful do you have an email that people can Oh yeah, go. yeah. They can yeah they can email me at Anna Nero six. So it's A N N A Nero N I R O the number six at gmail dot com. Beautiful. Honestly, I tell everybody about you, and I just think the world of you, even though I've never seen your face before. So. <laughs> it's so I know because I I mean I know that's weird. You and I will see. A, Oh, yeah. Your roommate has seen me. <laughs> yes, she has. <laughs> I, I will see you soon. We just got caught up in, in this, uh, this dumb lockup. But um, I'm going to see you soon because I'm hoping my, my next little, little chat with you, little talk here, podcast, will be with the perfuming because I'm also in a aromatherapist and natural. Oh, yes. we got to so have you I on do. again. We can do another one. Like, well, I got all the time in the world now, so we can talk. <laughs> Yeah, let's do it. Design, design set done. So, so that you can experience it and then you can, you know, and we can chat about that. Yeah, let's do it. I, I absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so, Anna, um, it was so awesome. It was so awesome talking to you. Thank you for, yeah, sharing your wisdom with all of us. <laughs> well, I don't know how wise it was, but, <laughs> no, you know. It's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. It's my first time doing a podcast, so it's kind of neat. So thank you so much. You're and welcome. That was, it, was, it, was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yay, and we'll have you on again. So yay, excited. <laughs> All right, well, stay healthy. <laughs> stay healthy, everybody. Yeah, yeah. no, Watch I will. And you too, and have a great night. And if you want to chat more about your issue. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs> oh. Bye.